Welcome to the Living Alive Podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a Master Connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur, and most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive, how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected because it's your time to make a splash. Are you living your life with intention or are you just doing life? Are you manifesting the things you actually desire or have you been settling? Our guest today, I believe, has two superpowers. She lives her life with intention and has manifested the things she desires in her life. You can have this too. She is a transformational life strategist the founder of Creative Counseling Center, and Talking with Terry. She's also the best-selling author of Be the Magic of You. She's a thought leader in empowerment and entrepreneurship. As a licensed counselor and transformational life strategist coach for more than two decades, she's counseled thousands of people who are living unfulfilled and mediocre lives to living their lives fully alive. I would like to welcome to the conversation, Terry Karjala. Hi, I'm so excited to be here with you. Can't wait to dive in. It has been so great getting to know you. Um, I was just a guest on your amazing show, Talking with Terry, and now it's just great that we can have you here. Yeah, I'm excited. So I would love for you to tell a little bit about your story and weave in the nudge, what the nudge means to you, and just how that's kind of caused you to pivot in your world and what you're up to now. Yeah, so I grew up in a small town um, in Kansas. And, you know, looking back, I realized that there was, there was lots of nudges on my path. And so I was extraordinarily shy. My first nudge came when I was actually in sixth grade. And that nudge was, I was so extraordinarily shy that that nudge was like, okay, Terry, how are you going to overcome this? And um, I joke with people telling them saying, you know, I signed up for the only thing that you could not be shy for. And that was, uh, that was cheerleading. So I signed up for cheerleading somehow. I don't know if they felt bad for me or they just needed an extra body on the team, but somehow I made the team and I literally had to fake it until I made it. So the first three months was a complete disaster. I'm pretty certain. Um, But I stepped into that um, feeling and I stepped into that confidence, stepped into being seen and heard and all of this other stuff. So that was one of my first nudges. And with that other nudges, you know, kind of unfolded. So then I went into, um, into the counseling field. I was a peer counselor. We talked about that the other day that we were both peer counselors. And uh, so went into peer counseling, had a chat, had a, had a um, kiddo that was a fifth grader at the time. And she came up to me and shared with me that her sixth grade friend was going to commit suicide. And um, I jumped in as a peer counselor, got all the resources and 
you know, put that together with the teachers involved and stuff. And we really, I mean, that was another huge nudge that put me on this trajectory of becoming a counselor. So I I went to school, got a master's degree and uh, opened up my own private practice. Um, That private practice became a a large center. It's one of the, um, a large counseling center in in, um, Colorado. And then with that, grew that, grew that, expanded that, helping other more and more people. And then um, it became owner independent years ago. And as a result of that, there's other things that were t- taking place. And then, then I've created a new company called Talking with Terry. And so now um, when I look back, I realized that the counseling center was really my passion project. I really wanted to help people that had, I mean, we, we specialize in working with children, adolescents, and adults that have experienced a lot of um, sexual abuse, physical abuse, witnessing domestic violence, homicide, suicides, and that was really a passion project. And now with the Talking with Terry, now that I've transitioned over to this other company, it is really what I feel lights me up and it's such a calling. So now I, I spend my time working with um, women entrepreneurs that are getting stuck in their businesses and they're having some sort of limiting belief, uh, mindset challenge, self-sabotage, you know, the imposter syndrome, whatever that might be, where they're holding themselves back and really having a bigger impact in the world. And so this really is, I feel very called to do what I do. And it, and I think as a result of those nudges that helped, you know, create, you know, where I'm at now. It's so funny how we were chatting the other day and my first nudge I felt was in sixth grade. We both got into pure counseling. Yeah. I was projected also because of a suicide, a friend with a suicide. Right. There was ended so, up so many pulling for the same thing and then felt that nudge to do something different. And now creating the living your life alive. There's just, it's so amazing how our paths were so similar, but I, you know, my listeners get to hear me talk about the, the nudge and I've defined it for myself and I try to put it into words for others, but can you put it into your words and, you know, describe what that nudge is to you? Yeah, it's, it's that I, I like to call it that like inner knowing, like becomes like, we almost like that, that inner knowing becomes, um, what's the word? Like, um, stimulated or it becomes activated. Right. And it, and it's just that, you know, like when you experience whatever that might be, and maybe it's an outside nudge or, you know, or that just that outside like sign or indicator. And then it's like, Oh yes. And it all kind of falls into place. And it, and I feel like it goes back into that inner knowing and trusting. It's like, Oh yes. Okay. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it just, um, I always joke that I have these, um, it's like having, so my mom used to uh, collect salt and pepper shakers and she had a salt and pepper shaker room, <laughs> like literally at this room. And it's, um, and I always imagine like, okay, th- there's all these possibilities on these shelves, these little tiny shelves that would store her pos- you know, salt and pepper shakers. And I just imagine that like room now. And it's like, we all have this special room where it's like all these possibilities live, right? And when we get that nudge or when we get that sensation or that whatever becomes activated within us, it's almost like on these shelves of possibilities that like possibly like lightens up and says, oh, here it is. Like pay attention to me, pay attention to me, (laughs) you know? And if we don't, I mean, we've talked about that on our show was like, if we don't um, listen to it, the universe, God, spirit, angels, whatever you believe in has a way of making it brighter, louder. (laughs) And that's like, when we're not paying attention to the whisper, then it's like, okay, you're going to pay attention. And if I need to get your attention in some way, right. Um, and, and if we don't, there's sometimes usually serious consequences. I remember one time I, where I didn't listen to the nudge and, um, it resulted in, I mean, there's like so many 
signs and like I, I didn't listen to the whispers I didn't listen to the two by four up the, upside the head and I literally like got in a really serious car accident and it was a game changer like it was like oh my gosh what am I doing and literally the very next day I was like and I made this huge pivot in my company um, as a result of that because I was like oh my gosh like life is precious like let's let's do this like we've got to do this like no time's better than the, the time is now you know and it was such one of those things that it's the, the consequences I guess of not listening to it <laughs> is one of those situations yes I always think about what does it cost you to not follow the nudge for you to say no to the nudge what is it costing you yeah exactly and those those consequence and you know by not saying and and here's the, I literally had this conversation today I said I say, so she's, this person is so aware of where she's heading and where she's going, but she won't listen and take the next step, which the next step is a very big step for her in her life. And she's refusing to it. And I said, here's the thing. I said, I understand this. I said, you can either go willingly, <laughs> but just let, just know and trust that the universe is going to align with you and it's going to start, you know, pushing you or nudging you, if you will, using your word there, if, you know, towards this. And if you're not going to continue listening, they, there could be consequences, right? Like there could be, you know, what are the costs are you willing to, you know, live with, you know, by not listening to it and taking action now? That's right. And so many people don't talk about the consequences. It's, it's, it is easy to be that cheerleader and say, dream big and live life fully alive and let's go for it. But we really don't talk about that other side of the coin that there's consequences because there is that bigger picture going on. And that bigger picture usually doesn't have a lot to do with you but it has to do with that ripple effect. And so there's that, there's that push there for a reason. So why do you think, you know, in your own life, but you know, also in your client's life, what do you see? What, what is that resistance about? You know, I, (laughs) you know, I, I, here's where I think it is. It's that rub against that deeper knowing in our, in our spirit and our soul that we're supposed to be doing this. And then like whatever story we've been told, and I think it's the it's the gap between there. That's where where the resistance lies because it's like, oh, I know this, I know this, I truly this. Yes, I can't wait, excited. And then the other side's like, wait, but I was told that I was never going to amount to anything, and I was told that I was a loser, and I was told that I was this, and I was told this, and da da da. And then like, so anytime we step out of that, like entrusting that knowingness, it's like that other part of us that have been brainwashed in some, you know, ways of going like, no, I can't do this, and self doubt sets in. And it's like, then we have to go into that, that place and space of going, okay, do I push through this? Because what if, I don't even know what the other side looks like. And then that's a new, whole new other realm of looking outside, you know, the comfort level, right? So that, that creates a threat in some ways. And then it's like, oh, but if I don't do anything, right? And I take the, the path of least resistance, I can just kind of stay here and it's safe here. And it's, I know, I know the devil I'm working with. Right. <laughs> and so I feel like it's that, that in between of those two, that deeper knowing about ourselves and the, the stories or the, you know, the limiting beliefs that we've held about ourselves that are in um, conflict with one another. That's such a great observation because we've talked before on the show about resistance and so many times we look outside of ourselves, like we don't have enough money or it doesn't make sense or what other people will think. But really that inner knowing and that gap that you explain, it's just such a great observation. I'm sure so many listeners can relate to that or it wakes them up to maybe that is what's going on. Yeah. And I just think, and, and I haven't found that person yet that hasn't had, and even like with, I have a, a, a client that has 
just an extraordinary being, has done incredible things in her career, billion dollar companies, things like that, to that level. And, you know, I, and I, when we started working together, she has an incredible, um, incredibly low self-esteem about herself. And she's the first to beat herself up. And I'm like, wow, when we start clearing that part away, I just can't wait to see what she creates and manifests, right? Like she was able to create this billion dollar business on this limiting belief that she's not good enough and that she's not deserving of. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to like see what, what, we're, what we're fully capable of when we don't have this barrier or block that's keeping us from our the brilliance that lives within us. This episode has been brought to you by Autumn Shields as an independent consultant with Arbonne International, where healthy living is made simple. Arbonne, as a company, believes in a holistic approach to beauty, health, and wellness. Autumn can coach you on your healthy living journey to look and feel your best. Have you been thinking about starting your own business? Autumn can mentor you in starting your own online health and wellness business with Arbon. Visit autumnshields.com to learn more. Two of your superpowers, which I love about you, is that you work with such intention and you've you've worked intention into your business that in a way that's fun for you. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit and that you love manifesting and that mm. things that you've thought about and dreamed about that you're really good about bringing those into your space and how fun that can be, that this doesn't have to be a lot of work because, you know, we're headed into the new year. 2020 has been a crazy year for so many of us. Um, but so many people have pivoted and figured out other things and they've learned about themselves in a different way that they've you know never experienced. And so I think a lot of people are excited about 2021, but also for, even for me, 2020 was a great year for numerous reasons. And it's like, yeah. people are hanging on to that learning, like, oh my gosh, I've learned so much. And so as we go in, you know, we tend to talk about new year's resolutions and vision boards and weight loss and all those things that go along with it. But, um, we are, as a program, we are putting on a vision board night and Ooh. we're just gonna do it virtually. And it's gonna be a lot of fun, but I know the other day we mentioned about, um, doing a vision board and vision boards, you know, a lot of people have done them before, or you know about them, or you, maybe you've done them and they've just hung on a wall or sat in a closet all year. So I want to talk about that, but I really, um, before we jump into the vision boards, I want you to, if you can explain how you work intention and manifesting into your day. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, I grabbed one of your planners. Um, I know. I can't wait. I just, I just threw it in the mail to you. So yes, I'm not a planner because um, I'm a, I'm a doer and I, I have to do lists and I'm mm-hmm. as organized as I'd like to be. But, um, that planner, when you talk about a planner dealing with intention, it's, it's so different. And I actually met Oprah Winfrey. She lives on Maui part-time. And when I was living on Maui, she just had a talk like a community talk. She just you know was on stage and had a talk. And, um, she was talking about in her show and in her business, she was just a doer. Like there was goals and doing and, and getting on the show and doing this. And she said a few occurrences happened where it, it, it just almost wiped her out. And she said, what am I doing? Like, what, what am I doing all this for? And mm-hmm. she started working her business with intention, that show with intention. And she started winning award after award after award. And she didn't do anything different. It's not the thing, mm-hmm. it's the intent and the why behind it. So as we go into 2021, I know for myself, I know for a lot of my listeners, we really want, we don't want to just do, we want to work intentionally. So can you help us with that? You know, and yes, and I love it. And you're right. Like, so years and years ago, I, um, I I mean, I love talking about, you know, setting our, I talk about, instead of goals, I talk about setting targets. 
and what are those targets that we're hitting? And, and the reason for that is because it allows ourselves to keep ourselves open to receiving all the goodness that's coming, not just like getting stabbed, trapped in one set of goals. Because I feel like when we get stuck in that one set of goals, we put these blinders on and we don't allow ourselves to see all this other goodness. And I have examples after examples of, of talking about that. But when we get very intentional, and if you think about the word intention, it's an aim that guides action. Right? So it's an aim that guides action. And so we can be very intentional and, and kind of tying this into your vision boards. Like I love, I always tell people, I love vision boards. And I hate vision boards because I love them because of what you can create and generate with them when you're being intentional and being in the space of, of, of holding that intention. But where I think a lot of people go awry with that is that, you know, they, they create them and they, they go on their, their walls, but then they don't do anything with them. And yeah, you can still manifest that way, if, but there's a, there's a faster way um, to generate and uh, manifest in your lives and, and being intentional. So what you talked about was the daily intentions planners. And those came about after I literally created my own and I was carrying my planner around. And because I was like, this is how I organize my day. I'm like, here's what I'm putting out there to the universe, if you will, to say, I'd like to create this. I'm not sure how that's going to be created. Like these are my big targets. Um, and then here's what I'm going to be doing. Um, here's how I'm going to show up. Here's my intention. I, I, there's an exercise in there that I do for the brain that literally is like a symbol or something. And, and I just wait for it to show up. And it just, it becomes really fun. It's like during your day, you're like, oh, there it is. There it is. And it just becomes, it engages a reticulating activation system of our brain and helps. Um, that's part of the brain that is actually always looking for the evidence. And so if we can help um, increase that muscle, the more we can be aware of, um, of what's showing up for us. And being able to receive that, because I think that the biggest challenge for people is great. I can I can say that I can do that, but then the receiving part is where some people get um, get tripped up on themselves on. So every night, so for your listeners out there, um, you can be very intentional. So every night, the last forty five minutes of your night, you actually um, your brain processes that last forty five minutes of your night seven times more than it does any other time of day. So it's, it's great to use that, you know, that time to be really intentional. So I will spend time um, at the end of my day, my night looking at, okay, what will next, what will the next day look like? And so I can plan that out. And what that allows us to do is, and all of us has experienced that like ESP where you're like, oh, I need to call Autumn. I need to call Autumn. Oh yes, Autumn, Autumn, Autumn. And then all of a sudden the next day you call me or I call you and you're available and you're like, oh, I just was thinking of you, right? We can actually create that every single day. We can actually create that experience on a regular routine basis by just being intentional, setting those intentions at our night so that our brain is actually trying to figure out quote the how while we're sleeping. And we can just be intentional and in things and allow things to come to us instead of us having to quote do. And I'm a doer too. I, I get it. Like I'm, <laughs> I like to get stuff done as well. And so this has just allowed me a little bit more time and freedom. Um, so I don't have to like push all the time. Instead, I can just be able to be in a place of receiving, giving and receiving. So that allows that flow to come. So that's um, one of the things about the the daily intentions planner is just being very intentional about planning that out and, you know, looking at what are our targets for the quarter. And, um, and so that's why they're designed each quarter is like, okay, I'm hitting these targets. Now, what am I going to do, you know, for the next quarter and the next quarter so that I'm hitting my targets for the entire year, which is powerful. Very powerful. So, really powerful to that flow of 
giving and receiving and giving, receiving versus pushing and pulling. I've been in both of those places numerous times and that feeling of pushing and pulling is just awful. Yeah. And how this ties into your vision board is that, you know, getting really clear. I'm so excited. I want to come to your, I want to crash your vision board party. Um, And, and and so how, you know, when we're, when we're creating that vision board, setting those intentions, and I usually have people do a little exercise the night before of like getting clear of like, what are the, you know, seven areas of our lives. So looking at all those areas of our lives and really doing a a brain dump into those areas. Um, because once you're, once you've put pen to paper, the brain goes, Oh, thank heavens. You're not going to forget this. And so what, what the brain does then is it starts to generate new ideas. So then a few days later, you can come back to that brain map, you know, brain dump and add some more information. And then the following days highlight one or two, maybe three, depending on what they are in each of those categories. And then there you go for accretion of your vision board. So on the other end of your vision board, um, I always tell people the brain processes in pictorial form. So you wanna have as many pictures on there as you possibly can, but you wanna have it from the perspective that you've already done it, okay? So if, uh, for example, like on my vision board right now, I'm, I have this, um, one of my intentions is to be on large, you know, 10,000, you know, people state, you know, a stage with 10,000 people in the audience. And so what I have is I have an, I have a a stadium as if I'm looking at it as if I'm on that stage. Does that make sense? So it's from the perspective that you've already done it and you're doing it right. Instead of like having a picture of you, you know, on the stage versus, you know, you looking at the audience and that's in that regard. So think about how can, if you want, if you'd like to manifest a new car so what would it look like if you were sitting behind the wheel of that car and you're taking a picture from that direction, right? And so that can also help speed up that manifesting process. And then of course, energy. Energy is a huge one that we sometimes forget. And I always tell people when you're spending time with your vision boards in the morning, I had this 33 second exercise that I do with people, but if act as if um, for 33 seconds that you've already created it, what would you be feeling like? Okay. So if you're on that stage with Oprah, like what would it be feeling like? Right. Um, I'm guessing it would be like total, you know, excitement and total, like this amazing energy. Right. So getting in the space of that. And when you're, when you're watching, you know, looking at your vision board or, you know, tapping into that energy of it, like tap into that emotion as if it's already been created. And when we align vibrationally at that same level, like that's where the magic happens. It's powerful. It's, it's yummy. That is such great visuals and explain, you know, explaining the visuals uh, because I'm yeah. a very visual person too. And so vision boards, I've always found fascinating, but it is weird because there's been years where I've just created with words and I don't know why just words I put words on and the next year's pictures, but pictures are always better. I'm a visual person. So, but, but I yeah. Love- and, and, and people, yeah, I mean, you're still holding that intention. So you can still manifest, like you can still create, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, but the brain likes to, it, it just, you're given like some, like, you know, you're giving a little treat when you, when you add those pictures in there. I feel like the vision boards I've created versus that exercise that you did. When you think about both at the same time, like mm-hmm. in our, we get a white Mercedes Benz cash bonus. So, you know, you get to a certain level and you get the white Mercedes. And instead of just putting a picture of the white Mercedes, we always say, what does it know? Get behind the wheel. Like number one, you're yeah. not in your seat. You're not in the back seat, but you're in the driver's seat. Number one. And then go through your senses. What does it smell like? 
Yes. What does it feel like? What do you see? Like, so you do, you're seeing behind a steering wheel and you're going through all those senses. It's a whole different experience than taking a picture of a car you've never been in and schlepping on the wall. Exactly. Exactly. So if we can tie into, like you said, the five senses, all the better it is. And getting into that vibrational, really what we're trying to do is get into that vibrational alignment. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And the more senses, especially just from a visualization, because the brain cannot determine between reality and fantasy. And so we can really utilize that to our advantage, right? Like it's like, oh, this is already done. It's it's already happened. Look, done. (laughs) And the brain goes, okay, well, let's just, let's figure out a way that we can get this to you. Like I'll figure out the how for you. You just stay, you know, focus on, you know, that emotion, that feeling and that sensation. And let's, let's, let's allow these two worlds to collide and bring those desires to you. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. Yeah. Super fun. And it becomes like, I was telling a girlfriend the other day, I was like, it becomes addictive. Like, <laughs> cause you're like, you're, and I'm, I'm here with my fingertips, like going like the pinking the brain, like, oh, ha, ha, right. And it's like, oh my gosh, like this was so much fun. Like, I want to try this. Let's do this. And like, oh, what if, you know, and it becomes this really um, fun energy of like, of, of what can we create? Right. And I, I have my clients all the time. I'm like, okay, just experiment experiment with this, go do this, try this, notice what you see, what you do, because I'm all about, like, let's have them find the results, see the results really quickly. And when they're in that place and space of like, what happens is they become like these master manifestors. They become these, you know, master attractors, if you will, of like, oh, I feel like I have a magic wand because I can create on demand. And it's so much fun to watch people that have not been able to do that in the past, step into that power. And it's like, hmm, Okay. Game on. (laughs) It's like that kid, like faith, you know, that child, like people Mm -hmm. don't worry about things as much. And they think that a lot's possible. It's just easier for them. They manifest things because they're just not worried about what can, you know, why. And And it shifts the whole paradigm. Like it's, it's such a paradigm shift because we don't come from the place of, I mean, very similar to like, we talked about this is like, you know, 2021 was not, I mean, it was like a little like dip in the road for us. But it wasn't like a whole like complete devastation, right? But I truly mark that up to the folks that are playing in this higher level, the folks that are playing in this like place of possibility, it's a different, it's a different environment. It's like, oh yeah, okay, that kind of sucked, but all right, we're moving along, right? Like, okay, pivot, shift, move on, right? It doesn't have to completely destroy us. Absolutely. Well, this is going to be so much fun on the vision board night to actually play, you know, to take people through visualizations and to really focus on our senses and visualizing while we're doing this, just the exercise yes. and then living with that vision board and, you know, using that as a reminder of what we should be, you know, what we could be thinking about all day long and spending time with that. Yes. Oh, I'm excited. So good. So good. Yes. Well, I appreciate your time because I do believe your superpowers are this. So it's so much fun to play with them. So, and they can be anybody's superpower that's listening. 1000%. We were all born with it. Where do people find your show? Where do people find you? And I love yeah. planner. So make sure you guys are looking up this planner. Yes. So um, yes, the, the show is called talking with Terry. Um, we are on all, all major, um, you know, podcasting, um, platforms. And then um, the best way to get in touch with me is going to the talkingwithterry.com. And for those that want to play and they um, are excited and want to um, find some new tools for them to tap into this, their own superpowers, I'm going to invite them to come. I'm giving away my book. All you have to do is pay for shipping. I'm giving away the book. It's called Be the Magic 
magic of you tools to transform your life. There's a Ford written in there by Jack Canfield himself. And, um, and yeah, so I'm going to invite them to go to be the magic of and they can get my uh, free copy of the book and we will mail it out to them. So, um, but yeah, I'm on all the social um, flat platforms. So seek me out there and um, yeah, I can't wait to connect. Awesome. That is so generous of you to do that. And thank you for this. And we'll put all these notes in the show notes. If you're listening, you guys can check it out there. And thank you for Terry, for being you in the world. And thank you for your light. And thank you for following all the nudges. So you can serve like you do. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. And regardless of where you are in life, rather you're feeling like you're a passenger in your own life and just trying to get through the day, or you feel like a boat tied up to a dock because maybe you're just too scared to set sail, or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. I would love to connect with you on your journey. So please find me at autumnshields.com and or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary guide on living alive, visit the site and it is there waiting for you. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Please take a moment to review or download this episode where you listen to podcasts. Make today the day you decide to live fully alive and leave some room for the unimaginable. So until next time, my friends, keep following the nudges.